1: Hey everybody, welcome back to The Shift.
2: For any new listeners, The Shift is a date in sex, relationship, anti-shame podcast and pretty much just a chat. And this week's guest is Ad McQueen, hysterical Irish uh, comedian. And Lucy Pohl. Lucy Pohl, uh, so she was born in Germany but she moved to America when she was eight. So she's been in America since then. And she's also was the voice for Mercy and Overwatch. she been at the Fringe Festival a bunch as well. So they're both amazing and really lucky to have gotten them on. And we talked, uh, we talked again about cheating actually. So didn't even mean for it to go to that, but the, both the girls shared their stories on cheating. And what else did we talked about? We talked a bit about negging, red flags, and at the end, attachment theories and love languages and stuff. So yeah, um, enjoy the episode. If you want to see the video, it's on the Patreon as usual, the Patreon, the shift uh podcast and also then there's just uh some bonus apps up there as well uh anyway enjoy the episode and i'll talk to you at the end oh my god did you guys i'm sure you guys have seen the trailer
3: for that john patrick shanley movie that's coming out with emily blunt and oh, yeah. um and re- did you read the article the review in the uh belfast or or in the was it the Irish Times or... A <laughs> no,
2: I, I tried to, but then they asked me to sign up for four euro a month. And I was oh, like, nah, I don't need yeah. to read it that bad.
3: so funny. It's so funny. It's so funny. Were they I giving mean, out
2: about the accents?
3: They were like everything. They were like Emily Blunt's like red wig, of course, because everybody in Ireland has red hair. And then they were like talking about how Jamie Dornan, even Jamie Dornan's accent is bad, even though he's... yeah. <laughs> He's doing
0: another Irish accent badly like cuz his Irish accent wasn't Irish enough in the way that Americans want to be represented it's so weird but i mean yeah we always complain about that um but it has gotten better like i was watching um what the old batman movies where the stupid policeman was irish and it was just really terrible <laughs> <laughs> they have improved a lot. Yeah. Oh, Bigora and I haven't a clue, Batman! <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Begora>? uh, <laughs> oh yeah.
0: And um, uh, he was the one policeman in the whole town. It's very
2: funny. Uh, I liked the name in the article though, or what they say, something about Jamie Dorn, Jamie top of the morning of you Doran, or something like.
3: That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's and so Emily's
2: good. Emily Blunt's accent sounds like a bunch of different dialects mixed together as well. I like you're it, like. And Christopher Walken? What the <laughs> fuck? He has like the most iconic
3: like cadence and way of speaking. Why would you make Christopher Walken? not talk like Christopher Walken. It's so weird. It's like so odd to me.
2: But they what do. because The Americans do have a bad representation, for sure. Like things like Dairy Girls is so great. And like Ashlyn B's yeah. series is on Hulu, which is great. Anything that yeah. shows real Irish accents. But like, because I've had a man of Americans tell me I don't sound Irish, but it's because. And, and I'll ask them, I was like, oh, have you ever been to Ireland? And they're like, no. And it's just because yeah. I'm not like topping a do you, you well, know. Well, the like...
3: problem is like Dairy Girls. I I told a bunch of my American friends to watch that, and they all were like, "I tried to watch it. I can't understand anything." Really? Yeah. So, like, I understand it because I I spent so much time in Edinburgh, and like, you're a very international yeah. woman of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. That's what I was you trying to get. It. It. Thanks for picking it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but, like, I had to like, you know, get like an ear for it i guess yeah so i and also they're like used to the american version of the irish accent so when they hear the real thing they can't understand it i guess i don't know
0: yeah the irish version of the american accent is a bit closer to mine like hello would you like
2: a bit of butter uh, <laughs> no. it's very It'll whimsical. melt
0: your heart <laughs> it on the legs we yeah, said so we
2: sound so poetic when they do it like yeah <laughs>
0: whimsical like a fairy like yeah right.
2: that's
3: good that's the only time i'll try to do an irish that accent. was
0: great though. i really like that
2: <laughs> see my voice uh, is also high pitched as well so it's not like a good representation of an irish accent because i'm like oh how are you <laughs> it is though you, it, it but because you don't want
0: how's it going you know what i mean like that's a bit much that kind of low <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um it's not very sexy though is it actually do you know what i don't know what this is reminding me of it i got this direct i got this i was like look i'm such a fucking loser direct message <laughs> i got a dm that's what they are aren't they they like oh, your instagram yeah. and it was from an irish guy and he said like first time dm slider um but was just like wondering if you could grab a drink sometime like i'm irish as well so also great crack
0: oh so he saw you on the on, on a gig is it
2: uh, just from in. I think you followed me from Insta Single. One of those oh, things.
0: what's Insta
2: Single? Oh, Insta. they single. Oh, they like share all <laughs> your. No, it's not like a thing that's like this bitch is single. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it, it's a meme page, and they share like, um, like your jokes. Like you can submit them, oh. and um, oh. yeah, the person who runs it will like share your jokes, tag you, and oh. be like, follow this comedian. And they have like cool. millions of follower followers. Like a lot of my followers that I didn't get from the podcast, like some of them I got from like the this guy Sharon, but like but yeah, yeah so he was he got
3: single. I it thought it was single. for
0: singles. I was like, what no. the two about this? I was so, like, Instagram
2: are trying to rule our lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so
1: funny.
2: But so he goes, he goes, I'm from um from Ireland too. So also grey crack and also a cold cheese. so even more crack. And so crack means uh, fun, but I'm sure you know that, Lucy. And then he goes, um, "I'm not, Yeah, you are very international. And he goes, "I'm not sure if you're seeing someone or if you're just joking about it, but if you are seeing someone, they're probably shy crack. Uh, and if they're not, and they are good crack, give them my phone number because I love having new good crack friends." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now he's got kind of like crack Tourette's. He
1: has
0: crack <laughs> Tourette's. <laughs> and then and then he goes, Are you which, sure he wasn't an alien pretending to be an Irish person and he I would learn this one word, Grac, they like the Grac Ah yes. And then, he Christopher and, then,
2: Walken. and then he goes, And then he goes, but sure you should get rid of him anyway and come for a coffee with me. Um as Scylla Black says the choice is yours, Da or whatever that noise is. Did you ever hear Scylla Black, Lucy?
0: Yes,
3: I know about Scylla Black.
0: Okay, oh, my yeah. gosh. Amazing. I thought it was the funniest. You were wasted in this time, Lucy. You should be like a spy back in World War II. Thank Lucy. you. I always have said I would have been a great spy.
3: Um. Wow. So are you going to meet up with him? Uh, I did, yeah. How was it? Was it like a um, old time?
2: <laughs> well, so, because when he messaged me, I was seeing someone. I just actually ended it with someone. And so um I had said to him, "I like, I didn't even respond to the thing. I just go, oh, this is so funny. Do you mind if I share it on my Instagram? I'll block your name out. And he was like, you haven't responded to whether or not you'll go out for a drink with me. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I was like, oh, I actually am seeing someone. And we've said we wouldn't date other people. Uh, and he was like, okay, well, let me know if that ends or whatever or he was like and I was like like I wouldn't mind grabbing a coffee as friends I love having Irish friends and stuff like that but then I like I think two weeks passed by and I ended it with the well we weren't going in the same direction me and this guy lovely guy but it's just he's a little younger we want different things so I just texted him being like um actually I'd love to go for that coffee this week and then we just went for the coffee it was lovely he was great he was great crack (laughs) (laughs) wow and so but you just didn't fancy him no no no! I do this just happened a couple of days this has uh, happened oh Mike. great oh, I, I literally yeah. by the time this podcast comes out it'll be like a while farther but um I literally me and the guy we were seeing had that like heavy talk on the Monday night and I had texted your on the Monday night as well this is so cheeky of me but I wanted to make sure I wouldn't stay with the guy that I was seeing because I kind of thought I do this a lot where if I'm seeing someone um and I kind of, I am mean, they're not fit my standards. I'll see them for six more months, even though I know that we don't want the same thing and we're not going to the yeah. same places. So I was yeah. like, if I text this guy today, organize a date, I'll definitely not stay with the guy I'm seeing. Was that terrible? Am I a horrible person? No, no
0: it's not. So I mean, The Venn diagram has to yeah. intersect in relationship to relationship. You don't want any... <laughs> no.
2: So I am... Um, and it's not even, I don't even know if I'm like ready to start seeing someone again. And, uh, but... I was like, at least uh, if I have this, is this, I should, I should probably, oh God, I should probably shouldn't even say this on this because I sound terrible now having, but you know the way if you have like an, uh, something set up, then you won't get, you won't backtrack in your, in your, yeah. Yeah.
3: And also it'll make you really see like how you feel about the whole situation.
2: You know what I mean? The test. Even with the Irish guy, I had made out like I didn't tell him I wasn't gonna be seeing someone. I didn't tell him I wasn't seeing anyone anymore. Even when we went on the, I just kind of said like, "Oh, I'd love to grab that coffee," like as if it was still as yeah. friends. Because I uh, and then with the guy I was seeing, like we, we were, it was kind of ending the uh, like for a couple of days, and we had like a great chat and decided not to go forward with it. Um, and then I had that coffee date set up for like 4 days later so i was like at least i can have a bit of space and then at least i'll have a bit of crack like you know um, and that was it it was just crack like i didn't kiss him or anything it was just uh just to kind of but we're going out on another date we're going out on an actual date he said so on, okay in a couple cool. of days yeah so you know i've you... only
0: gone on one date with somebody from social media and um it wasn't good somebody who followed me on twitter which i'm totally not on Twitter at all and I just expected so much from it because he's like a fan you know mm. <laughs> and I did all the talking I think he expected me to be like I was on stage so I just did all the talking and there's a little oh, great and like bits and you know just so and the more shyer he was the more I spoke but I didn't realize that was making him think oh she likes me really she likes me low. she's chatting away and um I didn't so he didn't really see what went wrong well, I couldn't
2: say I'm just fucking exhausted I can't do this every time <laughs> I know that's so funny so that was my first as well from a I've never gone on a date with someone from social media and like and what kind of like were you nervous going out or had you were you afraid you're going to get murdered or me no
0: I have no fear for some reason <laughs> I've done terrible things I've been in rehab twice <laughs> so going on a coffee date in the middle of the day in a public place oh that's fine yeah that's fine Okay, yeah, that's, yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah. at least
2: yeah and here, here's the thing as well like I find what what you're saying is so interesting because the last guy I was seeing now my, my big issue after a couple of months was that I realized oh I haven't really talked about myself at all but it was that I find it's kind of easy to date guys who talk a lot because I talk so much in podcasts I talk so much on shows yeah but then that's yeah. not like it's not what I want so it becomes like an issue a while later I'm like actually you don't know me but like d-, you know so it's funny that you ended up like it's all we don't want to be talking the whole time because that's what we you don't want do. to be
0: performing yeah 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 and they expect that same level then all the time but the thing is, it's true. The, the rumor is that women speak more than men, but actually, statistically, men speak more. If you think about groups of people, the me- men are the ones who are speaking more. Men speak to men, and men will speak to women on dates, they'll speak more. It's only really when a woman and a man get intimate that the woman gets the confidence to speak a bit more, and then somebody thinks, what the fuck, she's talking all the time. <laughs> women are always talking. It really annoys me that this stereotype of women talking all the time, like we hardly talk at all. I always
3: go for quiet guys. Um, And it's like, I think it's this thing that it's like still waters run deep. Mm, Yeah. history, you know? Um, Yeah. So I don't know. I'm always the one talking more. And then I'm like, I don't, I don't actually, you're right. I don't like talking either. And I'm like shy, outgoing, but shy, you know, like you can be a performer, but still be shy. Um, But yeah, I think like, that's that's what most men. That's like their go-to for seeming interesting, right? The less yeah. you talk, the more interesting you seem. That's always what I run into. I'm like, fuck! I always say too much, and then mm-hmm. I run out of like interesting game. And that's what makes a lot of men interesting because they don't say a lot. And then you're yeah, like, oh, must so be so true. much. I was with a guy for twelve years who didn't talk a lot, and I always felt like oh he quietly understands me <laughs> <And> then, like, <laughs> after 12 years we had this like big fuck up like I cheated on him everything went wrong and then I and we had all these fights and everything came out I was like oh my god like he never understood me
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah, so yeah I was always it's like funny oh, now so terrible at the time but yeah. Quiet men get away with so much. You're just like, oh, he must be writing a play about me. Yes, exactly. You're
3: like, oh, he really means this. Oh, he's so quiet because it's so intense for him. It's like, no, there's nothing going on there. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I'm a disaster with quiet men, though, because I actually feel sorry now for the last guy I was seeing. Because even though I was like, okay, well, we we talked about you the whole time, I'm also like, tell me everything about you. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me your childhood. (laughs) I love like like I I don't think I probably could be with a too quiet man cuz I have I'm like demand communication. But wait, can we just scroll back? So you cheated on him after 12 years? i cheated on him. <laughs> I, I, I just did an episode with a girl who, he, and it's probably going to come out today. So this one will come out next week who openly talks about cheating. And it's like, I just think that's so interesting because you never hear people and then you just, you just, oh you just admit this is amazing.
0: Yeah. Well, can I stop you for a second, Katie? Um, how old are you? 30. Okay. Yeah. you're going to be really patronizing now, but you we're a bit older, I'd say. I don't know. I'm 37. And yeah. um, you'll be cheating all the time when you're in your, in your 30s. You know, <laughs> it'll be... <laughs> <laughs> no, you've cheated as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, I've never cheated. I felt bad for texting a guy to say I go for coffee before I ended it with the guy I was seeing.
0: Yeah, which I didn't relate to at all. I was like, where is the Venn diagram? But yeah, it'll happen. Look, she was in a 12. She was roughly married to this man who only spoke 12 years. He spoke 12 words in those 12 years. 12 years a slave. 12 years a slave. That is about... <laughs> that is about. I can't remember your name. I'm really sorry. Um, Lucy, <laughs> Lucy, and <laughs> she—it's—it's Lucy. Um, it's a way out. It's—it—it it happens, yes. honestly. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying it's good. Yeah. But it's much more common than you would think.
2: Oh, I completely understand why why it would happen. Absolutely. But I just think it's kind of nearly like a taboo subject that people wouldn't openly talk about or admit so this is great I wrote a whole show about it
3: <laughs> ah, I want to watch your show uh, what was crazy was I wrote a whole show about it and like details of this whole story of how I cheated in this guy. And the sky and the guy that I was with for 12 years was Greek and then I went to Turkey and shot a horror film there and like cheated with one of the grips Um, and the grips in movies are the guys that carry all the heavy shit. So they're always like the muscly hot ones. So I like wrote this whole show about how I cheated and we like fucked all the time and all these details of blah and this and how, and I made all this, all like, I wrote all these jokes about my ex and you know, how, whatever. And, um, the opening night in New York, the previews before I took it to Edinburgh he, my ex and I were like trying to still be friends. This was like maybe like half a year after everything happened. He was, I was like, if you want to come see the show, let me know, you know? Cause I thought I'll prep him then. And I'll be like, maybe you shouldn't come. And I thought he won't yeah, come. Yeah. Yeah. so mad at me. He's not going to come. And so the opening night, you know what I, what's going to happen. I walk out and I didn't even know if I could like do the show. Cause I had just thrown it together and I walk out and I'm like, oh my God, there's Costas. His best friend, his best friend, his Greek best friend who also lives in New York. Like, What is he doing here? (gasps) Fuck him. And he was sitting in the audience and I had to do the show. Oh, my God, it was so bad. He didn't talk to me for like eight months after that.
0: Oh, my God, that's awful. Like, you had to do it. It's not like it was stand up where you could do another set like you'd literally written it for that night. Yeah, it's his own fault for going but
3: I, <laughs> I agree and it was good I had changed his name and stuff luckily but yeah it, it was probably good to hear it from my perspective too you know
2: you're like yeah oh, this guy right here uh seat number two row number <laughs> yeah. a um, him, everybody <laughs> but yeah and, and did, did he how did he feel about it afterwards like he knew you would cheat anyway so this was not like a surprise
3: yes but there was like stuff in it yeah no he was angry at me
0: yeah of course boys are very private they don't they don't like that's another thing I think we think that men are always having this locker talk about women but but sometimes but most men keep so quiet about their sex lives especially with their girlfriends yeah. to very few people and it's us that's always talking about sex yeah. and he wasn't a and, performer
3: um, either so that, that yeah
2: he, too, you know
0: that is cringe
2: that's so funny because the guy that I stopped that's seeing that's a good show the what? sorry go
0: on Sorry, oh. I totally interrupt you there,
2: Katie. I no, it's fine. It's fine. I forgot. I
0: forgot that this was a podcast, not just girls in a sitting
2: room chatting. This is great. <laughs> it's so great. That's exactly the vibe I want. I want to just be always the chat, so that's great. But the guy that I just have seen, and we ended so nicely. You know, we even, you know, you know. Anyway, well, I was like, we even had sex after, but of course, everybody does that. What am I like? I am so <laughs> naive. <laughs> but but um. So we've stayed on good terms, and I put up a joke about him, just about because he had said this thing where he said, "Don't be." Well, he said, be careful being that hack, like being a, how do I say this without making him look like a total cunt? But basically we're talking about comedy and I said, I love to talk about sex. And he said, just be careful that you don't look like that hack female comedian who talks about sex all the time. And so I wrote a joke saying that'd be like me saying to him, "Uh, don't be that hack DJ because he's a DJ that goes like wicka, wicka, woo. Anyway, it's just a silly little thing. I posted it and then he liked it and I was like oh god because he does look like a dick in it, head in it so I wrote to him and I was like I hope that's like a happy like I approve of this and not an angry like and he was like no no it's fine he's like I do look like a dick and it, I didn't explain myself properly that it was more just I was worried about the internet saying stuff to you but I should have thought about what I said and I was like okay that's okay but yeah as comedians we're always like because we want to talk about our life but you don't want to hurt the other person or mm. so it's like a balance but I guess they know what they sign up to you know
3: yeah exactly it's I mean also you gotta have a sense of humor and it's it's not personal
2: yeah you're not like John from (laughs) one two tree Elm Street or whatever I don't know fucking yeah
3: Yeah, it's not personal but I think you know in this case like he was Greek it was also like a machismo thing it was pride it was like his friend was there and I like you know revealed all these details and I was talking about how we weren't having sex for like the last year, and you know.
2: So you weren't so having sex awesome. when you cheated.
3: No, we were, but not a lot. We weren't not enough for me, at least. Mm. Um, I and I was like trying to figure out what it was, and he couldn't really talk about it, and um, and yeah, so. Aww,
1: it's okay, the, to- it's the talk.
2: It's the talking, huh? though. It's like it's. I, I always feel like it comes down. It's the talking, like they can't physically communicate how they feel or what they want if that makes sense and if if that if that was better you know like if you were if he was able to explain at the time what was going on with the sex you know it would just solve so much and I just feel like people just can't communicate their feelings
3: I think also though like what I learned from that is that you um you got to solve the problems because like otherwise they just fester and then they make you do like like you said you look for a way out and it happens like subconsciously or you, you don't, you know, you don't do, yeah, they just kind of go, you know, cause have haven't solved, you go, all right, let's talk about this and you don't solve it. And then you're like, ah, this is too much. We're together. We don't fight. So it's okay. We've been together forever. All right, let's just keep going. And then time passes and you don't realize how it like manifests and festers inside of you. And then you go and do something. Yeah, like, Yeah. It's
0: so true. Something crazy that you think you'd never do. Yeah, and that's exactly. why there's, in Ireland and England anyway, in Britain and Ireland, there's like what's called a no-blame divorce. I don't know if that's in America. So it used to be in the divorce that if the person who's cheated, the person who cheated in a, if one of the parties cheated, that person okay. wouldn't be entitled. If I cheated on my husband, I wouldn't be entitled to alimony. Yes, but exactly. now, Or if I was to pay him alimony, he cheated on me. So right. there was culpability, but now there's none, it doesn't matter what you did, you could have gang-banged 17 um Midgets in front of him his and his mother, <laughs> and he'll be like, mm, "What did you do? What did that made him do that?" You know, really? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. So it's a, it's, a, it's an even split. The the behavior of the, the step each party doesn't come into it anymore. Yeah, Which is
2: good because it shouldn't. Because like you said, it's just like just because someone, yeah yeah someone
0: she- yeah. I mean, yeah. it could be you know because you don't know like because they might have been just completely emotionally. Um, um, withdrawn from you or something else they might have completely withdrawn something else and then the cheat is like something that's evolved from that but if you're the cheater you, you know you're you, you're really in this eyes of society it's it is it is very badly looked upon and it's kind of hard I'm really interested that you did a show about it I'm really happy that you did a show about it I'd love to watch it because I find if I ever make even the slightest joke about infidelity people in audiences hate it like mm-hmm. in a mainstream club cuz i think like especially as
3: a woman obviously
0: well, yeah they don't like it at all like it's oh. just and i I've, I've i've stepped away from i haven't really i'll make a joke and then i'll be like if it doesn't go down well i'm like oh that's my favorite joke that they do, I, I do that joke in france and they give me a standing ovation guys or something <laughs> i have to make a joke about the joke yeah, you know yeah. so that's what you know if i've ever tried to try it but it's not fair blaming the poor french france is the only country where cheating is quite acceptable
1: that's and true.
0: they yeah. really pass a blind eye on it like. Or not totally, but it's it's much more culturally normal. And yeah. um there was you know, Macron is quite happy families of French presidents and he's kind of basing himself that like American kind of vibe. And um his he had his, um I can't remember the name of the guy, but he was running for the mayor of Paris, which is an elected thing, like the mayor of London and the mayor of New York. And um, this guy was on the, was hashtag happy family. It was his thing. And it was found out that he was cheating. And Mm. his sex tape was put onto a porn site. And your man resigned from the race. And the French people were outraged. Not that he cheated, but that he'd resigned over an affair. that had never happened before. Uh-huh. All the pre- prime ministers had had affairs. None of them had resigned. They're saying, we are not Puritans. We are not like these American Puritans. We are French. Yeah. So that was their sex scandal, that they're now becoming a little bit more Puritanical,
3: That's like so- everybody else.
0: Well, I grew up with... My dad cheated on
3: my mom a bunch of times. Okay. Uh, and not that my mom was like, woo! But um, I sort of like grew up with that not being a deal breaker, I guess. Yeah, yeah, interesting. But I grew up in a family where, like, yeah, it was, like, about love and working through things and accepting people, and I don't know. I mean, it's not – I'm not saying it's a good thing. And honestly, after I cheated on my ex the way that I did and everything that went down, I don't ever want to do that to anybody ever again. But you're Mm. totally right that it's really interesting how – It Like the fact that you've cheated, like it doesn't matter why, what happened, what led you there. It doesn't matter like how like emotionally injured you were to get to that point. The cheating is just like, it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter what happened or why or that there is a why. The cheating is just like so looked at by society as like the worst thing you can possibly do. And I guess I didn't really grow up like that. So so it kind of also surprised me that my ex reacted so strongly to it because we had talked about it before. And it was always like, you know, if you cheat, you can under and there's like a reason and you can work through it. You know, yeah. but at it same time for it, he couldn't work through it.
0: Wow, he couldn't. Yeah, work through it. And you seem like a very open-minded person. That would be like, let's let's do something. But maybe, yeah, just has reached its course. Twelve years is amazing. Yeah,
2: twelve years. I don't a long even time... have a
0: jumper that's twelve years old. Let alone a relationship. <laughs> I actually a do. sweater. <laughs> Sorry, audience, American audience.
2: Uh-huh. Um, but- like I know if someone cheated on me, well, I like I would love to think that I'm secure enough to to, but but like so si- step aside the ex- excuse for cheating where it's like someone has you know, being emotionally distant or, um, you know, things aren't working out as an excuse. Some people just cheat because of opportunity, like drunk at a yeah. bar. And like, I, I know for me, like, I don't know if I would be able to get past that, if I would be able to be like, okay, because you're going to have to set yourself up to trust them again. Like there'd, ha- there'd have to be a lot of work and they'd have to be a lot of communication on their part. But I think it's that type of cheating that's like really hard because that's the other thing. It's like unfair. It's like you went out and cheated. I I said no to the hot guy at the bar. was oh, horrible
3: so this is the thing before i i did that and in my in that long relationship i always thought okay there's certain things when you're together for that long that you need to need for yourself that have nothing to do with the other person and that's always kind of what my narrative was about it like you know there's certain things that the other person doesn't understand doesn't have to you don't have to share everything with them And then after that whole thing happened, and we went through, we went through. I realized, like, oh no, that's actually just being selfish. (laughs) You know, that's actually just being like, I want this now. You know. Um, And then last year, I got cheated on so bad, like such fucked up deceit. I can curse, right?
2: Oh yeah. No, this is like a dirty sexy podcast.
3: Um, I got cheated on so epically that I wrote another show about it um, so badly that um, I will never cheat ever, 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 What happened
2: if you don't mind sharing?
3: I was with a guy and then to make a long story short, um, he was like, oh my God, we're going to have a family together and you're the one and everything. It was like this whirlwind romance. We met like, in Australia and then we went to Jamaica together and to Rome and he was from Wales and to <laughs> England. I don't know why I'm pointing at you guys because you're British. he was from Wales, it's your Can't fault. Celtic connections. <laughs> it's your fault, you people. Um, and then it was so like deep and everything and yes and you and me and uh. And then I found out he, um, okay, I have to say this in the PC way, he was uh, banging transsexual sex workers behind Whoa. my back yeah you're not allowed to say tranny hookers So that's not pc uh, okay well like uh,
2: transsexual sex that's workers definitely something you couldn't give them anyway so at least it's not like do you know what i mean if that makes sense at least i don't know i don't know yeah but
3: you know what i think is worse and like when I cheated on my ex, I told him immediately. I didn't yeah. like, I came back from Turkey and I couldn't hide it. I talked in my sleep. I told him immediately. I can't lie. Like I'm so yeah. bad at that. But this guy, like, I think the worst is the deceit yeah. and like making somebody think something is one way and it's not. And you're doing this yeah. whole other thing the whole time. You know, like that I think is just so, and that really fucked me up. Trust wise. Like now dating guys I'm like don't check the phone don't check the phone I must the yeah.
2: phone. see you it know? does it causes problems and here's the thing as well for that guy like if everybody was just honest he'd and you know because it's not fair you like if you were honest with you and like okay we can date we can be together but this is something I have to do uh, there is people out there who'd be like that's fine actually I'm also into women so I'll be going off with women sometimes yes. like if people just you know because it's so, it, what he did is so selfish and there's like
3: and I asked him about, I asked him because exactly what you say, like, if he would have told me from the get-go, I could have made my decision about it. You know, I don't know mm. if I would have been like, woo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to be the father of my children. But, um, but like, for example, very real, I had to take an AIDS test immediately. After, yeah. You know? yeah. And that's fucked up. Like to even... When I went, I went to take the AIDS test here in New York, and um, I went to like a free clinic, and it was like, "Hello, my name is Naeem. I have to What? Why are you taking this test today?" I was like, "Why am I taking the test? Because I found out the guy I've been seeing cheated on me with transsexual sex workers." And the guy goes, "Damn!" No way. Su- yeah, he goes, "I'm surprised you ain't in jail today." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he goes,
0: "Most women
3: would have killed that motherfucker." <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. That's exactly what you want to hear, isn't it? That yeah. is like fair play to you for not getting in jail. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. You I would. Yeah, you would. And how, did you find out by accident or did he tell it, Did he tell you? No, I checked his phone. I like I could feel
3: something was off. Yeah, you're, court, court. you're good. It was like I always say, like, I feel like there was like a writer's room in the sky. Because there was all these red flags before that I totally ignored. Like, I found a giant bag of coke in his apartment. He like bought like six pairs of sunglasses for seven thousand dollars in front of me and didn't get oh. me. It. Like all this weird. <laughs> shit. And you're like, what? That is really college? weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Who does that? <laughs> like all this weird shit and like all this fucked up shit. And then oh, he told me that um, when I wear red lipstick, I I look like a tart
0: oh
1: that's so and funny do mean
0: it as a compliment or not yeah. I didn't know that in the UK that means like
3: prostitute
0: yeah well kind of like slutty woman or slathering woman it wouldn't be a compliment
2: yeah, right. no. yeah that's, that's so weird that you say that because a guy recently told me when I was dressed in a leather skirt he goes wow you look like a slut and I'm like why do you guys think this is a compliment that's not a compliment I don't think he thought it was a compliment he did not
3: think it was like, okay. he didn't say it as a compliment, but that's also not a compliment. Okay. I hope, well, yeah I
2: told him to fuck off. So, we, so, and come here to me as well. So you went through his phone. What did you see on his phone?
3: I went through his phone and I saw a message and it said like, hey, when can we play? And then it said, I'm still with a client. How much are you offering? And then it said like, 300 where are you and I was like uh, oh, my god. oh my god this is like you
2: can't even be you can't even lie with that stuff like do you know what I mean Jesus that's like And I,
3: th- I thought it was a woman at first of course I mean not because I don't care if it's a woman or not yeah. I assumed it was a woman and then he was like blah 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 he was like oh, I'm so sorry because I was like fucking freaking out and um, he said, oh, he something. And I was like, oh, wait, it's a guy. And then he was like, yeah, he, I mean, she, I mean, he, I mean, she. And then I was like, wait, what? And he was like, you, you, and I was like, what do you mean? And he said, I, I know, you know what I mean? But I, I, I wanted him to say it. I was like, no, hmm. you're going to have to tell me. Jesus. You're
2: gonna have to tell me. And, and, and what were the other red flags that you kind of ignored? I think that's interesting. I think everybody ignores red flags.
3: Well, the, like, negging, as they call it. You okay. Know, like, fat ankles.
2: Um, Will you give you an know? example of a neg, though? Because sometimes I get very confused with what's just a bad compliment, a roast or a neg. So give me an example of an egg. Well, that like that.
3: Like, he was like, oh, my God, wow. Your, <laughs> your ankles, like, wait, they're, like, kind of, like, you have, like, kind of fat ankles. <laughs> okay. Look at your ankles. And I was like, wait, what? What the fuck? Or, like, he'd be like, Oh. I just looked at you and I could see you as an old lady. I saw you as an old lady.
0: Oh yeah, that's a pretty bad one.
3: Yeah. And I was, yeah. What? And he's like, no, no, it's because I want to grow old with you.
0: Uh-huh, okay. That's like this, like flipping of where you're like, yeah, that was mean, oh, and then they God. flip it
3: on you to make when you they feel great. It.
0: Like Katie, yeah. I really like your top. It's really pretty. Thank I'm nagging you by the way. Oh, no. Okay, you. I'm the man. Okay, hey, babe. I really like that top you're wearing. Yeah. Thanks. I saw this really, really hot girl wearing it earlier.
2: Oh. But it looks good
0: on you too. It looks okay yeah. on you.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Like the last guy I was seeing when I, we were talking about someone hot, and I've mentioned this on the podcast, but I want to tell you to get your reaction. I said to him, oh, do you think I'm hot? And he goes, you're pretty attractive. <laughs> Ew. and he said later it was a joke but he would do all those things that was one of my issues with him too I was like look I, I feel like your jokes are, are negs and he was like they're just jokes And I was like I just think we have different sense of humors <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so and I don't know what meant like it's like it's it's like they give you they, there's certain men who like to pull you put you up to pull you down or something
0: that's what negging is yeah okay. exactly what negging is yeah The game, that book, that's where the neg was crystallized.
2: That's why I'm always confused if it's jokes I don't get or if I'm like right for feeling like a little like, ouch.
3: But you know what? I have to say one thing, being 37, (laughs) um, the one thing that I think that you learn more and more the older you get is exactly this thing, that as women and girls, we always feel like, am I crazy for feeling this way? I feel this way, but I'm probably crazy for feeling this way. I probably don't get jokes. No, if you think something is weird and makes you feel uncomfortable or sad or unhappy, that's valid.
0: Yeah. Yeah because he's not going to it's not going to get better you're not going to get used to it well you can yeah. see sometimes in long term relationships the man is an absolute asshole but the woman is just used to it she just lets it go over her head yeah. like my parents have been married for 40 years but my mother lets a lot go over her head like she just pretends oh shit sure, that's just the way he is <laughs> mm-hmm. and i yeah. don't want
2: that cuz i feel like no. mm-hmm.
0: yeah but he, i think i agree with lucy um my age twin Uh, So we're the wise women now. So you have to listen to us, Katie. You're going to get so much sucking from the teat of our collective wisdom. Between us, we've slept with 5,293 men, right? So (laughs)
2: in different lifetimes. And what about you, Aideen? You said you had, well, firstly, I like this red flag stuff, like noticing red flags. So I like that. I like that you're you kind of eventually were like the red flags add up that you went and checked his phone, you know?
0: The funniest red flag is p- pending six grand. <laughs> yes, isn't that so funny? I, I, it's so funny, and it's like it. It would be a red flag for anything. It's not just cheating. It's like his gambling yeah. problem. Yes. It would be like a red flag for like I was for going to get married by this priest, person. but then we went to the sunglasses <laughs> show It's a,
2: it's uh-huh. an impulse. It shows impulsive yeah. behavior, though.
0: And also,
3: who does that? What the fuck? is it's like everything there's no humility there there's no like it's just like a total like personality disorder
0: i think yeah and he's welsh but is he living over in new york
3: he lives he doesn't live in wales let's put it that way he lives like in the states and he's an
2: actor so he's oh you're an actor though come on now (laughs) i know i should have known right yeah totally true (laughs) And Adine, what about you? You said you said you had cheated as well. Was there anything? else? I, like,
0: I did. Yeah, I did. Um,
2: let me see. It's uh, not a very happy
0: story. My first time, I was going out with this guy, and we really weren't suitable for each other. From about three months, I was trying to break up with him, but I couldn't do it. Um, for some reason, it just wasn't emotionally mature enough, or something like that. We were in a band together. We had the same circle of friends. It was just too complicated, and I kept working my way up. This is the day I do it. This is the day I do it. And then his brother died.
1: His brother was having
0: cancer, so I said, "God, his brother's just got diagnosed from cancer." Then his brother's getting worse, and his brother and his brother passed away. And I couldn't, I couldn't do it. But so, but I still, you know, he still wasn't right for me. He was smoking weed every day. He wasn't working. I was going to work. You know, that was pissing me off. And subconsciously, and I stayed with him, and stayed with him, stayed with him, and stayed with him. Thought, oh, I'm a saint of a woman. And then suddenly I met this random Spanish man at uh, a uh, house party. And I started I just didn't tell him I had a boyfriend. Suddenly we're texting and suddenly I'm over in his house. And I couldn't believe that I was cheating and I couldn't believe that I didn't feel guilty. And very shortly afterwards, my boyfriend came to me and said, I've been avoiding him. I literally pretended to not be in the same town as him and go back to my parents' house because I just couldn't um, confront. And he said, look, I noticed you're happy and I know it's not me. And I said it all to him and he was he was unbelievably upset. It really, really, really hurt him. And um, it's not and I wouldn't recommend it at all. Um, You know, it's there's a difference. You're right between maybe cheating something that's premeditated, cheating with prostitutes, because that's something that you planned, you know, you plan to do that. It's not like you've got really drunk at a party and somebody lay on top of you and having an affair like cheating and having an affair is different. I think having an affair is way more hurtful and more difficult to get over. Like I think of my boyfriend went to some conference and then got really drunk and somebody, some woman was like, "Ah, mm," and I'd like to think that, yeah, I'd be really pissed off, but we could get over it. But Mm -hmm. uh, having an affair is something really different and that really hurts the person. Lying all the time. That's different. like the deceit
3: is the horrible. Yeah.
2: And then you question everything. No, no, I think it's, and it, it just, and it also takes like a really strong person to be like, okay. I cannot pursue this other person. I'm going to end with my partner and see where this goes. But I think most people are like, you know, they're like, oh, I'm going to be banging them. See how that goes before I lose my my partner. A lot,
0: yeah. Some men often are like that and possibly women as well. I think what I did was I, you can't, you yeah. have to be honest and you have to be in a right relationship with the right person. You can't fake it because yeah. it'll come out somewhere you'll drink on it or you'll do coke or you'll cheat or you'll be really, really horrible to them. Like, yeah. so it is about knowing yourself and knowing who's the right person for you yeah. and finding that person and then you're like, oh, I don't need to cheat or it's not going to happen. It's going to rise.
3: And also I think After you have the experience of hurting someone like that, if you're in a relationship where you commit yourself not to be, you know, exclusive as the Americans say or whatever, then when you get into that situation, you know that it's not worth it, you know? Or you know that, like, okay, there's a problem there that I need to fix first, you know? Because it's not this one person that I'm so drawn to. There's a problem in my relationship that... I need to at least yeah that's a good point now you know that that experience like stays in your bones and you kind of you learn from it and you go okay I know what this is now I don't need to act on this because yeah. it'll happen again unless unless I fix it
0: really good point yeah oh we've gone deep guys <laughs> that took a lot out of me <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah.
1: like even right what you
2: Even what you said earlier about having to get to go to get the STD test, that's just something that's like, like a very logical reason why people shouldn't cheat because like, you know, anybody, once you know, you have unprotected sex or any type of sex and you're like, more than likely with your partner, you have an unprotected sex. So like, that's always my automatic thing. I'm like, fuck, now I have to go get STD tested, you know, and it's such a huge stress, you know, because you're trusting
1: someone. Horrible.
3: But also, I feel like I can handle anything. I can handle you telling me you want to fuck a pumpkin. I can handle (laughs) you telling me you want to fuck sheep or even, like, my sister. You know what I mean? Like, I can handle it. Talk about it. Be honest. And I know that, like, also, honestly, it's hard. It's so hard to be actually honest and hard to be honest with yourself. But, like, talk about it. Tell me. And then let me... You know make my decision or deal with it don't deceive me I think that's just what it is
2: yeah because and they don't give they don't um I heard this one time like uh I think it was was some uh we had a psychologist on the podcast and she said like let people surprise you so um you know because you they just presume that you would be okay with that but actually like some woman might be very okay with you know if if they're like they really love them and the guy's like honestly I need this I need to go buying men sometimes let's say it was a guy who's like bisexual but like doesn't want relationship with men the woman might be like yeah look I'm I'm fucking willing to work with that you know I'd love Tuesday night by myself thank you um (laughs) you know so you just let people yeah you know yeah I agree you know what I did this is funny that we either talk about this because a listener did send me like attachment theories have Mm -hmm. you did you hear about that before but it's like And even like when you were saying about being with the right person, so basically the attachment theory test, you do the test and it tells you what you are. And a lot of time people go with the opposite and then that's why they clash a lot and they don't understand the other person, like what they need. So there was all these different like styles, like, uh, oh my God, I forget now, but one was like fearful, like that you're always overthinking things and like worried about stuff that hasn't happened or worried about stuff in your past relationship. And the other one was secure, which wouldn't we love to all be a hundred percent. But and then the other one was avoidant so that you like avoid like mm-hmm. you don't want to emotionally connect or I'm explaining it really bad. But I think it's something it's good for people to do to do the test because it'll explain a lot of like what you need. Mm, yeah, yeah,
0: I have heard of that actually. Yeah. Now that you've explained it. And um, I think, yeah, obviously the worst combination is the fearful with the avoider. Is it? Yes. But- emotionally because you're just like why aren't you why aren't you there why aren't you in the room yeah. why, 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 why don't you want to sit down with me come on let's go to bed yes. come on let's go to bed and they're mm. like i just want to be alone <laughs> <laughs> it's like the man cave kind of thing yes
2: yeah. yes so it is it is and it was the youtube clip was very good at explaining that was being like you have to realize you're okay you're not wrong for one want, like wanting attention but you have to also be okay with not getting it sometimes. So it was like really informative.
3: My friend just sent me this questionnaire about like your relationship style or something, like what's important to you. And then you answer all these questions. And at the end it tells you like, I had like 33% um, quality time. So like, that's like the thing that's most important to me. And then like 10% gifts. Yeah. Compliments. And then the idea is, if you're in a relationship, you make your partner take it too, and then you're like, oh, do we have the same priorities? You know, it's
2: it's the five love languages.
0: Yeah, that's, that's it. Is. Is. Yeah, yeah. sent exactly no, we me that recently too. It must be doing the rounds. Yeah, yeah, we did
2: an episode on it recently as well. Actually, um yeah. Dara Quilty brought it up actually on one of the episodes that he was on. But it's really, and even when we did the episode, I was thinking because the the guy I was seeing, he is very um. He can't give compliments and like I love compliments. Um and I I expressed that and he said I can't but like judge me by my actions and then so like when his actions weren't super great, I was like, Well but But, um, you know, (laughs) I was like, I'm okay if someone else explains their love language because in that way you can see. And his was like cooking and he would like cook a lot. And like, because I I, honestly, if I had dated him long-term, I would have been fat because he was just always feeding me. (laughs) But it is, it's people have different ways of expressing and you have to Yeah,
0: it's very true. And once you know it, like my boyfriend wouldn't really be great with saying I love you or stuff like that. But he's brilliant at giving gifts. Unbelievable. (laughs) Yeah. So- is your boyfriend you, in you London take, with you, you? accept
2: it. Is Are your London? boyfriend in London with you? Are you living together?
0: Yeah, yeah. He's from London.
2: Yeah. <gasps> Is it new or long term?
0: Yeah, fairly new. We were, seen, well, I was going out with him for about, I've been going out with him for a year and a half, oh. but he's been going out with me for about eight months. Let's put it that way. <laughs> That's exactly my situation too. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I love you. That's so fun. And um, so, <laughs> so it's, we, we was getting more, a bit more serious. And then, he asked me when lockdown happened. He's like, why don't you lock down here? And we did it. And it was meant to be me and him at first. But then he's got two kids and his ex-wife got ill. So the two kids came back. They're 19 and 20. And then his son's girlfriend, who's lovely, but her, she got kicked out of her house for being with him because of COVID. Her family re- are really ill or her, kind of in, at high risk. So now it's me and two kids and a girlfriend and a dog. But it's oh brilliant. I've been God. having a great time. I've been really enjoying it. So thank God it's working out. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And are you locked yeah, down it's so it's, a, it's so different. Completely different life now. Yeah. Completely different. Yeah. That's mad. <laughs> yeah, so lockdown has been really good fun for me. But now I'm getting... It's lockdown too. I'm like, oh, no, this isn't good. Because huh. I've had the freedom for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But it's nice. Yeah. It is nice to have people around, especially in the lockdown. Yeah, absolutely. But then it's nice to have your own space as well. So you probably go for Yeah, a lot of walks, yeah. and
0: they're they're really cool East South London kids in it. You know, oh my uh-huh. days, as you can see, they found me and they they play the grime music and they show me
2: to twerk. You know, and you should be doing TikTok videos with them. Should yeah, milking them. And what about and what about you, Lucy? Are you locked down with anybody? no I live alone I live alone
3: um, I'm not locked down with anybody but I'm seeing someone and I I also feel like we've been seeing each other for like uh, nine ten months but I think he would probably say three
2: <laughs> wait so what does that mean so he was oh, seeing single he was seeing other people or you were seeing other people I'm confused
3: Oh, what does that mean in terms of seeing other people?
2: I why would he say tree and you would say nine? I'm being dumb.
3: Because um he has commitment issues, I think. Oh. No, I just think like it started about I guess ten months ago. And for me it's always like yeah okay we weren't we didn't start being in a relationship until probably like six months mu- i would say six seven months ago we start being in a relationship but he would probably not say that because we didn't have like the talk
0: yeah until
3: a
2: few months ago. i didn't
0: promise a anything that's a big one i'm like which you- yeah.
2: I, I hate yeah. that i always want to have the talk by at least three months or i'm like see ya um and i don't like if they're sleeping with me i don't like them sleeping with other people and i think that's my yeah exactly that's fair enough it's totally fair enough is that fair yeah
3: it's totally fair we weren't sleeping with other people and then at some point I was like you introduced me to your friends you just told me you told your parents about me so I guess like we're can we just like say we're in a relationship now because that's what we're doing and that yeah it whatever it's all good it's fine now but I think that um for me that that starts before you have the talk I don't need the talk to know that yeah I'm really, or I'm in love with somebody you know yeah,
2: yeah I, I I feel like that too like I'm happy if they're not sleeping with other people I don't need necessarily the talk but at a certain point if they're expecting even if they don't realize they're expecting a lot but if I'm if I'm I also give a lot of myself without them asking but they're happy to take it you know what I mean um, oh, and
1: yeah.
2: and the label just makes me feel respected nothing changes this thing guys think that as okay. soon as you a girlfriend you're going to be like nothing changes I just feel actually I feel more secure I feel more rel- like I it's just a peace of mind I feel respected um yeah. so yeah it annoys me that it's such a big deal
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't need to be a big deal. But I never really had that. See, I never dated a lot because I always, I can't really have sex with anybody without like being in love or rarely I've done that. I've always like been in love or like then mm-hmm. been like, I'm in love because yeah. the sex was good. And then realized. really, um, there's a term for a demisexual.
0: Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. you
3: want to have sex with you know, Can more? I just ask,
0: because I've noticed that German people I meet, they're always like, "I this is my girlfriend. We have been going out with each other for 12 years. And I'm like, but you are 23. Like, they tend to go <laughs> for long-term relationships, do they? I Yeah, you're actually right. A lot of my German friends
3: have long-term relations, like from like high school sweethearts. Yeah,
0: or- we have been together since the, the gymnasium. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
3: that is true. You're right. That is sort of, um, common in Germany, but like, uh, it's also way, like the dating thing doesn't really exist in Germany. Like you don't, you don't have these like structures of like, we're dating, but we're not exclusive. We're dating, we're exclusive. We're in a relation. We're not. And it confuses me here still. I'm always like, so wait, we're dating and we're exclusive. You were dating this girl, but you weren't boyfriend and girlfriend, but you weren't exclusive, but you were exclusive. But what? I'm so confused. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like My my, um, my my partner, he has two kids by one woman or who he was married to, right? This is going to make him sound really bad, but he's lovely. And then he has two kids by another woman, wow. They but they weren't really going out. I'm like, bitch,
2: please. I'm sure she taught you <laughs>
0: going out with yeah, her. You <laughs> he had two, two kids. kids.
2: <laughs> two kids yeah like yes. one maybe you could be like oh they just hooked up one night but two you were two <laughs> two kids <laughs> and they're such lovely kids
0: yeah yeah so they come up every so often as well they'll be around next weekend <laughs> they oh my God, you're a stepmom you have you're a step-mom.
3: four kids i know
0: i really am first step mistress <laughs>
2: i've i've always wanted to be a stepmom actually They're the the, oh, great- the best well, the Irish guy who asked me on a on the date, he he hadn't let me. He ha- his Instagram was on private, and I went to follow it, and he didn't let me follow. And I go, "Let me follow," and he was like, "Oh, well, like just so you know, like I have a kid, and I hope that you know, like whatever." I don't remember what he said, but he was like, "Oh, I have a kid," and I was like, "That's great." I was like, "You
0: know, yeah, it doesn't yeah. put women off at all. Men, they're gone." <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's fun because you get to do the fun stuff with them. Yeah. But, but but to be honest, I was nervous. My friend whose parents split up and she, his her, her both her parents got a new partner. Her mother was became um got a girl, a female partner, and her father daughter, dad got another partner. And she said described how she was the biggest bitch to those people. And she said be so careful; they're going to hate you. I know you're cool, Aiden, but they're not going to like you. It's just going to be natural. And I was so nervous, and they were so nice. Um, you know. But I think it's because they were a bit older. If they were like eight, mm-hmm. nine, they'd be like, "Who's this horrible woman that's living with us?" You know. But <laughs> well, I was I was seven
2: when I met my well, I met my stepmom. I think when I was six, but by the time she was introduced as a girlfriend, I was definitely about seven. And she was like, "Oh, don't think of me as like an evil stepmother." And I was like, "Oh, that's just a TV," you know. Like so, I think. Well, good for you. yeah Yeah. I loved her straight away and I think there is that stereotype that oh like because someone wrote me on my Instagram story today I posted jokes in our tweet saying I don't want to date anyone who is younger than Jesus and this guy wrote saying oh but if you go for someone older than 33 they're going to have like a kid next wife and which is funny because I just had a date with a guy like that but he was like you don't want to fucking get involved with that and I'm like like actually are, oh they go you don't want to get involved with like a bratty kid and it's like you're just presuming actually again these presumptions we make you don't know like I'm sure yeah
0: and it's not like having children ever stopped a man it's not like you say right. well you know if only JFK he could have done so much more if he didn't have kids <laughs> you know <laughs> like it's never they'll still do what they want to do yeah exactly
2: totally. Um yeah you ladies are great I should let you go because I think now it was about an hour
0: Thank you so much. That's so nice. Thanks so much, Katie. Oh, Thanks hi. for inviting me. Lovely to meet you. Lucy, I would love to see your shows. I think you're hilarious. They're both of you are hilarious. And oh, I just cool. really want to see your shows. Katie, I've seen you before and you're brilliant.
3: Oh, you're um, brilliant.
2: Um,
0: Yeah, no, uh, let's stay in
3: touch for sure. So nice to meet you. And thank you, Katie. This was so fun.
2: So will you guys, uh, so first, Lucy, will you plug yourself and tell people where to find you?
3: Yes. Uh, I'm Lucy Paul and you can follow me on Instagram at youlovelucy. The letter U L O V E L U C I E, or on Twitter, Lucy Paul Comedy, or on Twitch. Also, you love Lucy.
2: Great, and um, uh, Adine, will you plug
0: yourself as well? Good name. <laughs> uh, at Adine McQueen, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. God, it's not even a thing anymore. Twitter a bit, and st- follow my YouTube channel at a- um, Aideen McQueen. There's a few bits on that. Brilliant. Um, yeah, but I'm not I'm not I'm not I could do with more followers actually. Please follow me. I need the
2: followers. Um everybody okay. everybody follow the girls and yeah, thank you so much. I'm gonna let you go and hopefully see you again soon. Thanks. Bye Bye-bye. bye. Thanks so much for listening. Please follow about adine and uh Lucy we'll be recording tomorrow's episode with Ian Lara and Laura Mahani, so uh, that'll be up on the Patreon uh, a week early um, the video will only be up there as well and uh, full unedited eps are always up there to so usually about 10 to 20 minutes longer depending on each episode so yeah that's it really and have a lovely week and it's, uh, it's great thanks for listening